Welcome, everyone, to the EKN Online Studio, a new edition of our face-to-face -face show here, of course, on YouTube and on our Facebook channel as well. My name is Rob Howden, joined by David Cole right beside me over here. Uh, and again, it is Tuesday, August the 23rd, kind of in the middle of our, I guess, uh, call it summer break, I guess, when it turns and comes to major national uh, and regional events. David, we kind of have a chance to take a breather here. Things will get going big time again on Labor Day weekend, but for now couple of weeks get caught up on the on the paperwork a little bit yeah it's almost like we're staying in line with the factories because they take their <laughs> their august break right now and you know they're starting to get going you know f1's taking their break as well too it's it's kind of that weird position we've never really had this before yeah. we're normally at summer nationals during the month of august uh, other events and regional programs are going on strong but a little bit of a, a of a tamer august month this year but uh, it's starting to rev up because I know I'm going to be gone to uh, to nearly, what, four events in six weeks span. So, uh, uh, yeah, it's going to get busy once again. Yeah, I'm in the middle of, uh, I think it's, what, six and eight. I think for me, six race weekends over eight. I was at uh, Worldwide Technology Raceway on the weekend uh, at the Road Indy event, of course, calling Indy Pro 2000. And, David, what a great IndyCar race that was. Some carding kid we know named David Malukas going around the outside. Scotty McLaughlin for second in the on the final lap. What a wild one that was, man! All the Carters at the trackside were pretty happy about that. Yeah, still not still not the best finish by Malukas between him and Lemke way back in the day in karting days. That was probably his best finish again. Or I, I can't remember who actually won. Maybe it was Lemke who actually won that. So maybe it was better for Lemke that time. But uh, yeah, a lot of Carters in there. You know, I, yeah. I saw a post. You know, Newgarden started on a Margay. Uh, Malukas, I think, was a Burrell. When he first started down That's there at it. MRP, yeah. uh, you know, Brent Ebert was one of his coaches, early on coaches. Um, Battle awesome. Award, another racer, Graham Ray Hall, all in the top 10 there. So a lot of former Carters there racing for a victory on an oval. Yeah, an oval. indeed. Indeed. And again, so there's a lot of great racing coming in. One of the big reasons why we've jumped into this particular podcast, this particular show We've got a really good friend of ours, a guy in, in, when it comes to North American karting, really should need no introduction. He's been part of Team USA many times, uh, multi-time champion, race winner, year after year after year, Scoop Supercarts USA Hall of Famer as well. Alan Rudolph from the Alan Rudolph Racing Academy and Speed Sports Racing Park in New Caney, Texas, just north of Houston, joining us. We're going to talk a, a little bit about a new race they've got coming up, the Lone Star Grand Prix. We're going to talk about the team itself, the track itself at Speed Sports, and of course, what's coming up in 2023 as well so let's bring alan in he's hanging out there i think at the track in new caney alan thank you so much for joining us bud hey rob dave thanks thanks for having me as always appreciate you guys how are things down in texas hot and swampy <laughs> <laughs> i love it yeah, quite quite the difference from when you lived in uh, arizona right it is it's uh, absolutely polar opposite yeah. and uh someday we'll get back to the desert i like the dry heat over this humidity but uh keeps my skin nice and moist it, you that. look good you look good Thanks. so the, the primary reason we brought you there's actually there's a lot of stuff going on with you guys at the alan rudolph racing academy a lot of stuff happening of course at speed sports racing park uh and that's going to happen actually in what a week and a half's time right let's talk let's just get rolling right into a race you guys had lined up for labor day weekend the lone star grand prix uh, kind of putting your own big race on. We'll talk about the Texas Sprint Race Series coming to your track uh, later on in September as well. They were already there earlier in the year. It's kind of a core, it's become a core track for Texas regional karting. Let's talk about the Lone Star Grand Prix. Where did that idea come from? And let's, uh, I know we got a list of great stuff to talk about with the race. Yeah. Um, look, I, I always wanted to have a couple of kind of big races, one off races each year. One being uh, in December, we do that, uh, the Reindeer Run. It's a LO206 
four hour endurance race. And that's become kind of a staple in our area. Now we, we pack the house on that one every nice. year and it's a lot of fun. I actually get to do that with Aiden now. Aiden and I race together for that race. Yeah. And uh, so this one, you know, the Lone Star Grand Prix, uh, it's a big money race, right? So get a couple sponsors put together, Ferguson Truck Center in particular, um, Tyka Axles is on board, working on another sponsor for that. And uh, wanted to create something super unique and different that it's just not an, an, a normal race. So, so the format is uh, completely different than anything else. The Triple Crown thing, I got the idea from watching a Supercross race. Um, I, I love Supercross and the Me way too. they do it in a couple races a year, they they toted as their triple crown, which is basically three main events instead of qualifying in heat race and a main and one winner. Uh, there's still one winner, but all three races are essentially a main event where you accumulate points and right. there's one winner. So uh, put that together and I think it's going to be pretty exciting and unique. You mentioned uh, Ferguson Truck Center. Let's talk about the cash. How much cash is actually up for grabs here? $30,000, sir. It's big money. Dude. Yeah. And and what five grand to win in five, KA one hundred senior yep, five grand to win KA senior three grand to win so the other everything's the IAMI platform uh, from micro on up to KAs no X thirties because there's really no X thirties in this region yeah um, and then we added the LO two hundred six LO two hundred six program is I mean really across the country is kind of the staple and uh, of that entry level platform to get in and it's strong in this region and so three grand to win an LO two hundred six race is pretty big too. Yeah, yeah. So this is Labor Day weekend, right? The 2nd and 3rd of September, correct? It is. It's night race. So it'll be under the lights. Pretty cool. Okay. So give give us the give us the weekend kind of schedule before we go to David. I know he's got a question. What's the weekend schedule? So we're going to start Thursday night on practice. Oh, and the other thing is there's we're doing uh, with three main events, there's going to be two different track layouts. And That so, was going to be my question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so ultimately three different races on three different tracks uh, two of them being the same so uh a practice days on, on thursday night we'll do practice we're going to set up the short course first and run three rounds of practice on the short course and then we'll switch it over at dinner break we'll switch it over to the normal track that you all know is yep. regular long track and then friday night we'll run a couple rounds of practice and we'll go into qualifying on the big track and then the first main event will be on the big track um, and then that'll be Friday and that'll be done. And then Saturday we'll switch it back up where we'll, the next main event will be on the short course again. And then at the dinner break that night, when we're going to do the tire challenge, I'll tell you about that in a minute, which yeah. we'll about. Uh, and then we'll switch it back and we'll run, uh, the full course for the final third main event. So three different, two different tracks, but three different main events. It's going to be pretty cool. So winner so take, a, winner take all points, right? Winner, yeah. And so you qualify that sets for the first main and then each main after that is progressive. So if you have a, you know, if you, whatever, if you have a bad qualifying and you can race your way up, then in the next main, you're going to start where you finished the one before that. So it's always progressive, but at the end of the, at the end of the three mains, the person with the most points wins. Nice. It's going to be a lot of work for the mechanics then on the weekend. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I was say, well, I mean, gears. Kind of give us a head. I mean, I was just saying, is a lot of, is there a lot of gear changing between the short course and the long course? There is. Uh, okay. Well, I can't give away how many teeth. I didn't say how many teeth. Yeah. I didn't say. No, it, it is a big difference. Uh, <laughs> okay. Our regular track layout, the lap time, let's just use K as an example. A K lap time might be somewhere around a 54 second, 55 second lap. And on the short course, it's 45. So it's like 10 seconds difference. Um, so it is a big gear change, big swing in the gear change. 
All right. Yeah, we're going to make them work. I like that. That's cool. So you, know, you mentioned that the uh, mechanic tire mounting challenge is something we've seen in a lot of races over the past number of years, the tire yeah. changing challenge. What's how, any different approach to you or is it just a straight up deal? Dropping some cash for whoever can get it done fastest. Straight up deals, whoever can get it done the fastest. Um, you know, I'm going to require everyone to, whoever's going to do it, it's going to need to come with a new set of tires. You can't have an old burned out set of tires because those <laughs> right. go on and off too easy, right? <laughs> so be a, a, yeah, a new set of tires still in the wrapping. Um, and before we start, I'll let people unwrap them if they want or whatever. But mount them, dismount them. Winner takes all, 500 bucks. See who can do it. Um there's not too many guys that can do it by hand anymore these days. So <laughs> it ought to be interesting. So uh, this how's what's the interest been like? This seems like it'd be a really cool deal, obviously from your region, from your area. Uh, there's a number of tracks within uh, the Houston area. I, I got to think a lot of guys are going to be coming out to this one. Yeah. I mean, listen, we're, I'm bad about it too. We wait till the last minute to sign up. So pre-registration hasn't been all that great, but there's, everyone's talking about coming. Everyone's texting me and emailing me asking for pit spaces and all that kind of stuff. So, I expect it to be a really nice crowd. And the reality is our, our, I don't care necessarily about drawing people in from out of town. It would be cool. I know, I know for sure Austin Garrison's coming. He's our, he's going to be the K guy that's trying to take down us Texans, you know, but uh, <laughs> um, it's not about that here in Texas. We have such a strong uh, base of kids here at every yeah. national level. You see in every category from micro to senior, there's Texan guys right up front. And so we have some really strong, really strong Texans. And that's really what I care about right now. Well, and okay, Dave, go. I was just say one more thing about the format. I think you have mentioned hot pits for, for yeah. qualifying is, uh, is everything on the weekend, one set of tires or how does, yeah. how is that rule set? Oh, really? Yeah. Just one set of tires. Well, it's qualifying and you know, three, three main events. So it can be done on one set of tires with the blues. If we were, I think if we had the X 30 stuff going on and softer tire, I could see two sets, but for the blues, you know, the harder compound, Evenco is no problem making those. And then there's some tire strategy that comes into that, making sure that your tires last to the end. Um, but the hot pit thing is just, we used to do that in the pro tour days, right? Remember that? Yeah. We, yeah, yeah. I mean, it awesome. had some excited and, and Rob, you were announcing it and it was like, <laughs> what are we doing? You know, and making changes of some sort, you know, and sometimes uh, two separate carts. That was a fun part. Yeah, that was Trevor. Trevor I don't think I ever had two parts. I was jumping in. And out. I know Ron White did. Ron I remember, White did, I remember right. watching him at Supernats one year. That's cool. <laughs> So it just adds a little excitement to it, you know. Um, a couple of years ago, I did that with the senior category, and Aiden was still racing junior, and he's like, "Why didn't we get to do it?" You know? <laughs> so, anyway, now dad. He's doing, yeah, dad. Look. So anyway, now I, I do think that the the junior kids are. It'll be fun to watch the juniors do it, and um, it's just going to be something neat and exciting. Hey, I got I got another question. This is a it's a tough racetrack. It's a challenging racetrack. What are we doing for laps? Because if you do one yeah, set of tires, are we going yeah. wrong? To be fair, they're going to go long. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Each, each main is going to progress. Yeah. Uh, so I don't have the exact numbers on top of my head right now, but each main is going to progress, and the last one will be the longest one. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I like that. Excellent. Well, and here's the thing, too. So we talked about the the, the area coming, the, the region just around you coming in. You got to think almost all of Texas could potentially want to come because the race is only a couple of weeks ahead of yeah. the finale for the Texas Sprint Racing Series. They moved their finale to be – at Speed Sports. So this race, this Lone Star Grand Prix, is kind of a tune-up as well for the finale to see who's going to be the champions in the TSRS this year. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, TSRS has been strong this year. They've had big numbers. And, uh, you know, I'm glad that they decided, Brittany decided to, to move it to our track. I mean, selfishly, it's great for Speed Sports. But um, I think the venue, everyone was 
reluctant on going to that other venue and they're really excited about coming to speed sports. And so it was, it was welcomed with open arms when she announced it at Amarillo. And so I think it's just going to, it's going to help her in the event and um, a really nice cap to her season to have the finale at our track. So um, this, you're right. It'll be a great tune up for, for those who are running the last race. We pause our face-to-face broadcast for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. The new face of competitive karting in the Pacific Northwest region is Race Lab. The full-service karting operation is located at the -the state-of-the-art Kartplex facility in Oliver, British Columbia, Canada, providing everything you need to hit the track or put yourself in a successful driver development program. Race Lab is the official North American distributor for the TB Kart chassis brand, providing the full range of models from Kid Kart to Shifter Kart. Villeneuve Racing Karts is their flagship product available only through Race Lab. The brand carries the name of Formula One champion and Indianapolis 500 winner Jacques Villeneuve with each model produced by TB Kart. Kartplex, the home of Race Lab, is situated on the grounds of the Area 27 Motorsports Park. From full arrive and drive TB cart rentals to leagues and competition karting, the facility provides a new home to developing the future stars of motorsports, all beginning at Cartplex with Race Lab. Follow Race Lab on social media on Facebook and Instagram, or load up their website at www.theracelab.ca to learn more about TB cart and Villeneuve racing carts. Race Lab, race with us, win with us. Located in Mooresville, North Carolina, on-site at GoPro Motorplex, Cartsport North America features over 6,000 square feet of retail space. Along with being the official race team and distributor for the Cart Republic chassis, they offer full retail sales, cart service and storage, and products from the top brands in the sport, such as CZ Chain, Talon Sprockets, SKF Bearings, and Prisma Tire Gauges. If you want to take your racing to the next level, they also offer driver training and coaching programs available trackside at GoPro Motorplex. They have a massive inventory, so head to their online store at cartsportna.com to get same-day shipping of the parts and components that you need. While you're there, check out their used section of carts, engines, parts, and accessories. Cartsport North America, top quality products, winning brands, and professional driver development services. Welcome back to Face to Face on the EKN Radio Network. Yeah, all you can ever really hope for in a region, right, is strong club racing and a really great regional program to bring everybody in. Having a national in the the region, obviously, something that's pretty big as well. And I know, Alan, the minute you guys started laying pen to paper on how you wanted this track to design, you know, the track layout itself, the facility layout, the concept was we need to get a national race. You guys have been scrapping, you've been fighting to try to get a national race over the last number of years. Really cool news coming out of the guys at USPKS, the United States Pro Card Series, next April. They are traveling to Speed Sports Racing Park. Tell us a little bit about how that came together and how excited you are to have essentially the top drivers on the East Coast uh, coming to Speed Sports next uh, next spring. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's just it's the last piece of the puzzle, right? I mean, we've done everything, um, you know, to build this place and, and, and try to get a big race like that. And um, I'm excited and nervous at the same time. <laughs> uh, it's a lot of people to cram in this place. Yeah. Um, 
you know, Mark and I, Mark Coates and I have known each other since, well, since I was a kid, so longer than you guys have probably been alive. And, uh, whoa, 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 bro. <laughs> we're probably the same age you and no, I. No, we're not. Not even good. <laughs> what are you talking about? We're pretty anyway. close. <laughs> it's now remember remember the age is not official we don't know the age oh that's, that's very true. true that's very true he could be 78 we wouldn't know you couldn't tell by the hair it's right. perfect as, as andy sazman has said yeah, that's funny <laughs> so yeah you know mark and i've known each other for a long time and, and it, two years ago he we talked about him coming here and just the scheduling didn't work out they do have some concerns about parking and pit space and stuff yeah. like that and the concerns are legit, but the reality is, is um, that we have an RV park next door. So anybody, then we're going to put a gate between. So anybody that's in an RV, that's not actually pitting out of the thing, which no one does, they're going to stay at the RV park right next door and they can literally walk or drive their golf cart back and forth. Um, now with the addition of the hotel, that's just right down the street. When I say down the street, literally walking distance. Yeah, so that's anyone, awesome. anyone who stays at the hotel can ride their scooters over or walk. The hotel offers a shuttle. They have a, a shuttle van that'll bring people back and forth all day. Um, so, you know, the, the, the pit space isn't the problem. It's all the other cars and parking of people, right? And so by having the hotel there and people can stay and leave their cars at the yeah. hotel and then the RV park where people can park at the RV park, it really, it, it won't be a problem. Uh, there's plenty of space for the actual pit spots. No problem. Nice. Do, do you think the Orlando weekend kind of helped? I do. Because, not only you, but yes. maybe it's more so USBKS to be like, hey, yeah. look, we can do this. If we've done it at Orlando, we can probably go there too. Yeah. And the reality is I, I after Orlando, I did the same thing. I did this exercise. I got on Google Earth and oh, Google yeah. Earth, Orlando's paddock where we were at. And mine's almost shaped exactly the same as Orlando, but mine's bigger. I got more space than Orlando does and it's shaped kind of the same. So that right there was like kind of the, I think what really opened Mark's eyes and was like, okay, well, if we can put it here, we can go there. And um, I think it'll be fine. It's going to be great actually. Yeah. To be able to have you guys uh, on that USPKS schedule, I think is big. Obviously the track I've been, David, you have not even been there yet. Have you? I have not. I'm looking forward to going down. Well, yeah, there I've been there several times already. I love that place. Fantastic track. And there's just so much stuff. If you're not even at that hotel right there at the track, which obviously is new since I've even last time I was there, I, I've seen all the design for it. All the hotels are literally five minutes down the road. Yeah. Well, like in the airport, you fly into George Bush. It's 15 minutes away. Yeah. All the rest, about, restaurants, hotels, yeah. everything on the run up to the track. It's it's an ideal, ideal location. Yeah. Um, Let's let's talk a little bit about the Alan Rudolph Racing Academy. Those who don't know, you run a full school down there for people brand new to the sport can come in for a one day experience. If you're a more of a top level guy and you're looking for some real one on one coaching at a track where you can hammer down, you guys do you know one and two day advanced courses as well. One of the spinoffs, obviously, is the fact that through the track and this the pro shop at the track and the school is you've kind of developed a bit of a team. You have the Alan Rudolph Racing Academy Speed Sports Racing Team. How's that gone this year? I know you guys, uh, you know, we're seeing your drivers finish up front regionally and even nationally. Yeah, no, it's been good. It was, it, to be fair, it was never a piece of the puzzle for the yeah. business. We, Tim Crawford, my partner and I, from the very beginning, we're like, we're not doing a race team that doesn't make money. It doesn't make sense. And I see a lot of teams that struggle at this a little bit, you know, and um but it became very apparent early on that if we didn't do it, then someone else was going to, and it, it just became a, a piece of the business. And uh, it's been really good. To be honest, it's an extension of my school. I helped coach these kids and teach them. And 
uh, when I say kids, there's kids and adults on my yep. team. I have several adults that run from senior to masters, even a couple of masters guys. And so um, that's become a nice little addition. You know, in our regional series, we have between, well, last one we had 15, I had 15 drivers on our team. So my trailer's gone from a 24 footer to a 48 footer. <laughs> and uh, it's a lot of work, man. I'll tell you that it's a lot of work between our club races. Then you have the regional stuff, TSRS, and then we go national racing. Um, it's a lot, it's a lot going on. Uh, I spent some time when I was writing the article about Ken Engel King and yeah. the fact you guys have the two racetracks there for people that don't know a speed sports racing park can only have just the racetrack. It's also a dual purpose facility because it already has a full dedicated rental car track as well. Right beside it. There's literally a walkway between the two tracks. They're all on the same property. And one of the things I wrote about in the article was it's really cool. Uh, Alan, obviously we're trying to bring new people into the sport. The rental cart side is awesome. People can come out and drive the rental cart. It's a fantastic track. I see it when I'm announcing. It's right out, literally outside the announcing tower as well. How's that going? And how has the transition been from carters potentially trying the rental carts and eventually finding the way over into the actual club series? Yeah, there's been a lot of a lot of people pass through that. Uh, you know, we put, I don't know how many, 10,000 rental cart customers through a month, whatever the number is. It's a big wow. number. And uh you would think that even if I got 1% of those, right, that's a big number. And uh, while there's been a lot, it hasn't been the volume you would think. You know, yeah. karting is like, I've always said karting is kind of one of those things that's a little bit hard to get into. People, if you don't know about it, you know, where do you go to do it? Um, and so having the rental cart track and the racetrack kind of there sort of bridges that gap. But you got to really be I, like – a, a grandpa came to me this weekend. We we're having a club race. Grandpa came. He goes, my kid is like, all he talks about is go-kart racing. I get him into go-kart racing, go-kart racing. And the kid's seven years old, right? But he's talking about racing. Well, if he's talking about racing and wanting to do it, well, then you got to figure out, you got to navigate those waters and decide what you want to do. But it's different than a stick and ball sport, right? And yeah. you can't do it in your neighborhood or at school. You got to go find it. And so karting has always been kind of hard to get into and hard for people to understand. And, um, so by having both tracks there, we, we get people, we get the crossover for sure. Um, there's been a handful of kids that have started in the rail carts, come to us. Joshua Alinal now has moved on from us into, uh, he's run the Skip Barber. Skip Barber, yeah. Yeah, doing, doing a really good job there. And so it almost becomes then full circle, right, where he was a rental cart customer, then became part of our race team, and now he's off doing that four stuff. Yeah. Um, that's pretty cool. And then, of course, you mentioned Ken Ingleton, that kid, that guy, 80 years old, put 80 him in years a old. 80 years old. was amazing. Um, and ironically enough, I got a call from Lake Speed yesterday about something else. And Lake and I were catching up and he mentioned himself being 74 years old and still driving all the time out of GoPro or whatnot. And then I had to tell him the Ken story. And uh, he's like, man, I hope I can do that when I'm 80 years old. I'm like, obviously, he's going to because he's still, yeah, right. time, you know. Uh, but it was pretty neat, you know, and uh, to see Ken out there driving that 206 car, it was pretty awesome. And he did a great job, uh, stayed out of trouble. All he wanted to do was just kind of be there and ride around with people. And his pace was pretty dang good. I think he was second half off maybe, you know, but that's for an 80-year-old guy, that's pretty dang awesome. Yeah. That's amazing. That's fantastic. Let's look forward to Super Nationals a little bit. I mentioned off air before we started whether or not the Speed Sports Alan Rudolph Racing Academy team was going to have a, a squad there. You said you weren't quite sure if you were going to be able to put together the you know the amount of guys you would need to make it uh, work for you guys financially to, to get out to that event. But I know you'll be there for sure. Is, is Aiden planning on running that one or what? 
Oh yeah, Aiden will be there, and uh, you know he's done a done a great job working at the track. Now he's kind of stepped up his game a little bit, working on his own cart and doing that, and then teaching classes with me, helping me uh, with classes. And I even threw him to the wolves a few weeks ago and let him do a full day class like by himself. Um, and he did a great job with that. And so just again an extension of of our school and the track and all of that. And so yeah, no, he'll race and he'll be racing the Supernats with uh, PSL and Burrell for sure. And uh, if I can get enough guys to come, we'll go as a team. But, you know, the reality is, is the majority of my customers, we do this regional club racing, regional thing. And there's only a few that do the national stuff. And the Supernats is a, is a big stretch financially for everyone, really. And uh, so I'm not sure as a team we'll go, but for sure, Aiden and I will be there. So you and I talked about this a bit on text uh, that I'm running the Supernats this year. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I said, hey, what, what do you think about me coming down to a couple of days? Should we get should we make that happen? Oh, we're going to make it happen. I don't know if you can last a couple of days. It might be one day. But... <laughs> Come on. <laughs> we, might, we might have to do a day and then I'll take a little break. Yeah, I'll just stay for three days. We'll go for yeah. two days, come back. No, we'll do it maybe like right, right a couple of weeks before. Now, here's yeah. so here's my question. I say this right now because obviously you are one of the preeminent coaches in the sport right now. For anybody new going to the Super Nationals who's never been there before. How about some tips? Throw some tips out for me that can transition to other people. I've never been there before. What do I do? Like, what's how, how do I approach the first day? I know you and I talked about this at one point, trackside, in kind of a preview. How, how do yeah. I how do you approach the first day? How do I approach a, a Wednesday on track, Wednesday morning? Yeah, man, the Supernats is such a beast because of the time frame. I mean, it's a big, long, week-long thing that builds. I mean, you know, like you said, it starts on Wednesday, and you got to make it till Sunday, Super yeah. Sunday, right? That's what it's all about. And so it's a temporary circuit, barriers all around. Give yourself some extra room. Don't try to push too hard. You don't know how many times the first session out, there's somebody in the barriers. Well, <laughs> that is just dumb. Yeah. And so, you know, step back, take it back, take it all in. Um, don't try to push so hard in the first session. You take yourself out right away and you're crashing stuff. And um, always give yourself a little bit of extra room on the exits of the corners, you know, <laughs> um, so you don't taco to axle or whatever. I think that's, that's going to be pretty easy for me to do. I'm not going to get anywhere near the walls, especially <laughs> on Wednesday. Hey, when you, when you look back at your your uh, Supernats time, Alan, you were there from the very beginning. Were there Are there any particular races for the Supernats that kind of stand out for you? Oh, man. I don't know. There was the one at Sam Boyd. You know, I've been on the podium a couple of times, never won that damn thing, and it always pissed me off. Um, you know, like, I mean, think about the guys who win there. It's the who's who, of what, you know, and to win once is a big thing to win twice or like, uh, shoot, what's his name? Won three times. Formal, Billy Musgrave won four times. Yeah, Danny won three or four times. I mean, that's just crazy, right? Um, I never won that thing. That took 15 times, 15 years I went to that thing and never won. Um, I think that the one at Sam Boyd Stadium where I designed the track, that was pretty cool to me too. I talked to Tom about helping design the one this year. Yeah. But, you know, I think – they're pretty locked into what they have space-wise well, and all that. There. So yeah. Not much I can do there. I just, you know, last year's track, I mean, those guys in the 12th hour had to come up with something, you know, and that little the really tight chicane thing I don't think anyone really liked. And so I offered to help out this year, but the reality is they kind of got that thing nailed down and there's there's no need for me to help there. But it was cool. That the, it's a Sam Boyd one to be able to put my name on that one and – I think it was the best one ever. But, <laughs> that was a great track. Those those, great, those Sam that, Boyd tracks were pretty badass. It was, yeah, was yeah. It, was that 2004? Oh God, first one. I don't remember the year. No, it wasn't the first one. Okay, I don't think. I'm, try, I'm trying to remember back to you know because we were there 
oh four to oh seven. So there was a multiple years yeah. that we were there. So was it with Tom or was it with Joe? Who 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 did you right. design it with? I think it was Tom because Tom okay. and I went out there. Yeah, Tom and I went out there together and scoped the place out and and worked on a program. And I think that it was the same year that it, we had the option to run Moto or the KZ. Okay. okay. Remember they ran the two together. The Bulls. Yeah. I think Bulls won that year, didn't he? The After Shugo blew up. Was, no, Bulls. Mine won the blew first up. Year. So well. So the, no, uh, Mandarino won the first one. No. No, Bulls oh, Mandarino. Oh, all right. Well, anyway, Carlton. me and Carlton are Yeah. I think Matt Jaskell and I were the only two that showed up on the moto packages because okay. Paul Leary told us we should be on the moto because it was going <laughs> to kick the shit out of it. Well, At least you weren't <laughs> on your Yamaha. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, but the thing was... tour days on the Yamaha. Right. The, but the, the moto was, I mean, it made big horse or big torque, you know, and by ourselves... It was fast. Like I qualified fifth, I think. Yeah. Uh, but as soon as it went to race time, uh-uh, it is not racing. You, we couldn't race with the KZs. So my motor blew up and I had to put on a KZ. So here's the thing. Of all the years you ran, you say we're on 15 years. Did you ever run as a master? No. See, see, no. see no. you could have won one had you, went yeah, as, had, maybe, had but... you moved to a master. You're right. I, you could have won five. I mean, he times was still probably. technically yeah. 29. That's right. true. That's true. <laughs> waiting for that Indy, IndyCar call up. Right. <laughs> still waiting. Roger hasn't called me yet. Oh man, I'm sure you're just on on the edge of the, his uh, his tongue to call. Trust mm-hmm. me. Uh-huh. Yeah. We pause our face to face broadcast for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. Is IndyCar your dream? If it is. For 2022 and beyond, the path from karting to IndyCar has gotten even clearer. It's time to look into the new USF Juniors program. As a stepping stone onto the Road to Indy presented by Cooper Tires, Anderson Promotions will debut a new series next season that will provide the ultimate opportunity for driver development for karting's career-minded racers. The new USF Junior Series will feature a six-event, 16-race schedule to train racers for the move into the Cooper Tires USF 2000 Championship. The champion will win a scholarship worth over $200,000, and the total prize fund will exceed $325,000. Next year, the series will utilize the current HPD-powered Liget JS chassis, and a brand new car with a Halo-type device will be introduced in 2023. If IndyCar is your goal, USF Juniors is the starting line. For more information, visit usfjuniors.com and follow USF Juniors on social media. Make that jump from the club level and race against the best in the country at the Texas Sprint Racing Series. The premier regional kart racing series in Texas is a five-race program that features five different tracks, all in the southern portion of the USA. The Texas Sprint Racing Series kicks off the season in the Big Easy on March 25th, 26th, and 27th, hosting round one at the NOLA Motorsports Park in New Orleans, Louisiana, as a warm-up to the Supercarts USA Winter National. The series returns to the Lone Star State on May 20 to 22, returning to the popular Speed Sports Racing Park in New Caney, Texas. One of the founding circuits in Texas, North Texas Cartway in Denton, is slated to host Round 3 on June the 24th or the 26th. 
Round four travels to the Texas Panhandle and the Amarillo Kart Circuit on August 5th, 6th, and 7th. The fifth and final round of the 2022 Texas Sprint Racing Series travels to the MSR Houston Karting Facility in Angleton, Texas on September 23rd to 25th. Details surrounding the rules and class structure for the official Supercarts USA and International Kart Federation Series can be found at TexasSprintSeries.com. Welcome back to Face to Face on the EKN Radio Network. All right, so anything else to look forward to in 2023? You got ESPKS coming to the program. Uh, obviously, the Lone Star Grand Prix will be back next year as well. It, you're obviously, your track club series, is this going really well as well? Do you, just, do you just feel like there's a really good thing going on for Houston Karting at Speed Sports right now? Yeah, I mean, this year's our, all our club races have been, you know, the beginning of the year in particular. Um, I tried to work uh, closely with um, the NTK track to work on schedules together where there wasn't as much conflict. So some of the guys from Dallas come down. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing about Texas so huge, but yeah. Dallas has their own NTK has their own club and we have our club. There's a, tr- a club out in uh, San Antonio and um, at Hill country. And if, if those didn't exist, then we'd you know it'd be gigantic. Right. But they yeah. do exist. So we, I kind of want to work together with them a little bit to make sure there's some, not some overlap on our club races so that, those guys can come down. So we've had a lot of people come uh, down from Dallas and over from San Antonio and our, our first, the first like four rounds were huge club races for us. Um, in the summertime, people go off on vacation and yeah. it's hot. And so the last couple of the uh, club races haven't been that big, but um, still great turnouts, good racing. And this year I've mixed it up where we're doing different track layouts all the time. So it's not just the same track layout. Nice, um, nice we ran ball. backwards for the first time not too long ago. How'd that, that go? Was amazing. Well, so it's the short course like we're going to do for Lone Star, okay. but backwards. Um, I can't do the full track backwards because if you can imagine coming back across start finish line, yeah. the turn there, ripping in there. 15, yeah, <laughs> the pit lane is right there, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, but when we run the short course, we come onto the front straightaway much slower, so yeah. it worked out really nice. Everyone. Everyone loved it. They all like driving it backwards, so it was cool. So if you're a Texas Carter, obviously September will be a big month. The Lone Star yeah. Grand Prix kicking things off, a $30,000 purse, uh, Ferguson Truck Center, stepping up for that. That's Labor Day weekend, night race at Speed Sports. Then what, I guess it's uh, two and a half weeks later, or three weeks later, Texas uh, Sprint Racing Series coming in for their finale. It looks like yeah. uh, it's going to be a busy month in September, Alan, at Speed yeah, Sports. Yeah, September is rocking and rolling for sure. <laughs> and then we'll try to get down there. I'll try to get down there in either October. If I can go like early November before Super Nats, I'll be yeah. in better shape. I'll go right. two full days. I better be able to go full two yeah, days. Yeah, I, I know, days. right? You got to go four days in Vegas. <laughs> I look forward to Well, no, I got to do three. I do four mornings, not days. Let's be real. <laughs> mornings. Okay. Yeah, but then you got to add on all the announcing and sitting there and not being able to move. Or, I mean, you, you're tired at the end of announcing. Do you know how much effort, how much I, the, my blood and guts I put into that? My soul? Every, every I know. Session. And that's why you had to bring Mike Smith on. Yeah, no doubt. I almost died last year. <laughs> Actually, last year was great. Mike Smith did a great job last year. He was yeah. fantastic. Well, Alan, listen, I appreciate it, man. Thanks for joining us here. Uh, obviously, good. wanted to give some little spotlight onto the uh, Lone Star Grand Prix. And hey, congrats on the USPKS event. I think that's people, I, again, when I, I was there when it was brand new and kept getting better, you, as you said, the uh, the hotel going up now, I think people are going to be absolutely blown away when they come to the track. It's such an awesome facility. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you, guys. All right, bud.
David Cole, let's get rid of Alan Rudolph. Alan, thank you so much for joining us again, folks. One of the absolute ambassadors of the sport here in North American karting. He's been racing for 25, 30 plus years. I want for, for, for 40 years. I don't know. <laughs> not sure exactly how many. At least, at least mid 80s, right? We'll at just, least we'll, mid 80s yeah, because we saw the mullet and the mustache the back mullet, then. I, I mean, I, I could have been mean and put the mullet up in this video, but I didn't. I was, was that the I was SMC nice. clutch ad, I think? Yes, I'm pretty sure it was the Axel Clutch ad. I think oh, Tiffin yeah. Woolworth was in was one of the other drivers. Ron Funkhauser, I think, or something like that. Some, yeah, I, yeah. yeah, something no, like that. Oh no, it'll come to me. It's the but guy. There's also went... one of him and his brother in Daytona with you know tie dye Daytona shirts on the beach. Oh yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> that's, that'll that'll date him pretty good. Uh, anyways, folks, Speed Sports Racing Park. If you haven't been there, what a tremendous place. I'm going down there. Like I said, I want uh, you know I wanted to myself up for my event, my my run at the Super Nats this year. And I said, why don't I go down to Allen for a couple of days? really dial me in before I go there. So I'm really, really excited about that. Not only just for myself and what it'll help me do when I get to Vegas, but also just to be able to experience the the uh, the program itself, the Alan Rudolph Racing Academy. They have uh, a bunch of different programs to do there. The track, as I said, unbelievably technical. So uh, I know David probably a little jealous on that because uh, pretty badass. That'd be fun. Yeah, it'd be fun. Yeah, <laughs> you've done a lot of other different driving schools. I think you did Bondurant in the old days with with Alan back in the day. So no, I did Bondurant. Be, yeah. So he kind of understands what he's getting into when he's when he's welcoming you down there. That's where I actually <laughs> first met Alan's wife, Jessica. She was working in the office there, and that's where they met each other. Actually, it was at the Bondurant Supercard School, then the Bridgestone Racing School, a bunch of different schools as well. Bring this last post up because this is we we talked off off uh, off air about this. It's supposedly not going to happen. Rudolph for KA Masters at Vegas. They're pushing to do it, but it's in the morning. Aiden's racing in the morning and K100 senior. It's going to be an easy out for Alan to say he can't do it because he's got to be with uh, Aiden, but that would be cool to see Alan run KA Masters. I'm sure if there was a mechanic that's willing to work with Aiden, I'm sure he could easily drive, but you know, it's just, he's just never done the super, never done the bastards thing. Right. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's more of the issue than anything else. There you go. Anyways, (laughs) folks, great time to talk to him. The Lone Star Grand Prix Labor Day weekend, a night race. So you heard three different main events, a triple crown style deal. Three, that was it. No, 5,000 to win in KA 100 senior three grand to win in LO 206, 30 grand total for the purse. A lot of great stuff happening there an event that's going to obviously be kind of a cornerstone event for Speed Sports Racing Park and a great tune-up for that event. When, when is the race? September 22nd and 24th for the Texas Pro, uh, Texas uh, Sprint Racing Series, their finale. Like, what do they call which it? Will, is it? Which the- will be under the lights as well, yeah. too, because that's a Thursday to Saturday event. So you're getting light you know, practice in with the uh, with Lone Star Grand Prix. So, yeah, that's that's going to be it. I fall, don't know the actual name. Fall finale, I think. Fall, normally, it's the fall finale. Something like that. But yeah. uh, I don't know if September's a fall month. I don't know. <laughs> it's fall. It's 100% it's fall. Okay. All right, folks, well, thanks for joining us again. I have my calendar yet. Hold on. We got, okay. we got lots of stuff coming up, David. We've got, Guess what? The 22nd is the first day of fall. So there you go. <laughs> Uh, there you go. Uh, so we've got a This Week in Karting coming up on the podcast, of course. That'll be coming up yep. soon. A couple more face-to-faces coming. We're going to be talking to Greg Jasperson really soon about the Cup Carts North America Grand Nationals. Sixth edition, right, this year? Yeah, Grand sixth, Nationals. Sixth, sixth edition. So look for that first weekend of October as well. 206 Festival. It really is the biggest Briggs race in the country. Looking forward to that, of course, uh, at uh, Newcastle Motorsports Park. Dave and I will both be driving in that one, as will Nate Dean, our new assistant editor. He'll be racing there as well. Otherwise, let's cap off this edition. Thank you for Alan Rudolph for joining us. Make sure you get down to the Speed Sports uh, Racing Park, either for the Lone Star Grand Prix, Texas Sprint Racing Series, or next year for the USPKS as they head there for round number two in April. Thank you so much for tuning in to this edition of Face to Face. That is David Cole. I'm Rob Howden. 
Bye for now.